Welcome to The Habit Queen. My name is Anya Perry. I'm a health and wellness coach for women entrepreneurs and high achievers. My goal is to help you thrive in the most important areas of your life, your health, wellness, and mindset, so you can finally get the healthy and fulfilled life you desire. If you're ready to build simple, rock-solid habits, get in charge of your health, unleash the power of your mindset, and reach your fullest potential, you've come to the right place. Tune in, and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need in order to become the healthiest, happiest, and limitless version of you. Thank you so much for joining, and let's begin. Hey, 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 and welcome back. How are you, my beautiful people? How is it going? I feel like things are finally calming down. We're getting back into the normality or new normal, whatever you you name it. I feel like people are finally finding the way out through the challenging times. And today I want to talk about working out because that's one of the topics that comes up often when I start working with with people, whether it's a discovery call or my coaching clients. I often hear this objection to working out and movement. I am very busy. My plate is full. I want to work out but I don't have the time or it's the last thing on my mind. Another one is I have all the good intentions to start working out by by the end of the day. I haven't done it. I don't know why I got in my own way. If that sounds familiar, this episode is definitely for you, my busy bees. Most of you are entrepreneurs, business owners, consultants, independent women who wear many hats, who are busy. And I wanted to share a few powerful ways you can shift your mindset because this podcast is all about your mindset, but I also wanted to give you applicable tools so you can take them and implement and structure your life, your day, your mindset differently. If you want to move your body, if you want to exercise, if you know all the benefits of exercise, but hey, you're just not doing it. It's not happening right now. Let's change that. First of all, I want to tell you a short story about my client. She um, really reminded me of myself from the past. Some of you know my story. I came from a very unhealthy background of not working out my entire life. I had some PE in school, then I didn't have it in college, then I didn't work out, then I gained some weight. I did not eat healthy. I was a smoker for a long time. So I had a really hard time moving into the fitness world. And some of you know that I am an athlete, I'm a trainer, I'm a weightlifter and a coach as well as a CrossFitter, a former CrossFitter and a coach, but I would not work out. And she would, when she came to me, you know, sometimes you you meet people and they are a pure reflection of who you were in the past. She would not work out because she thought she needed to commit to it hardcore five, six hours a week. And she felt like she didn't have the time, didn't have that energy to dedicate that much time to get the results. Her goal was to lose weight and get fit and start feeling good in her skin and her clothes. So we basically changed her entire attitude by working together on coaching calls, uh, by her going through the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Academy, my signature coaching program. And now she is obsessed with walking. She loves doing bodyweight training. She's still struggling with heavier training, but it's not a goal for her. And uh, I just noticed how beautiful the story was for someone who was so stuck in the mindset of 
no, I can't do it. I need to do it all. And I can't do it all because it's too hard for me. I'm too overweight for it. So I'm not going to do any of it. And now she found a way and she actually really, really loves it. And every time she had to miss her walk, she would text me and say, hey, I'm so sad today because I had to miss my walk. I really love it. Now, as for the busy part, as I mentioned in the beginning, personally, I'm always busy. Me. <laughs> and I'm an athlete now. Right now, I have a coach, a weightlifter, weightlifting coach. I have a nutrition coach who guide me through challenges for my peak performance. I'm one of those people who can't sit still. I do sit still when I have to. And I do love good rest and sleep. But I love having very rich life. I love learning. I'm obsessed with movement. I'm obsessed with constantly moving forward, growing, expanding, not only in my business, but personally. So I am busy. I'm literally, my schedule is always full. In the past, I also would not prioritize my fitness whatsoever, even though I would look at pictures. I remember when I first came to LA and I saw ladies running in the street and on San Vicente Boulevard, and I was just like so dreamy about it, thinking, one day I'll run like her, I'll be as gracious and fit and lean like her. And I was in a decent shape, but I was not. I was skinny fat, which on the surface I looked skinny here, and I was just not healthy on the inside. That's why if any of those sounds familiar, if any of those reasons, particular reasons not to get your workouts done, that's, that's the episode for you. So let's dive in. My question for you is how often do you skip movement if your day is full? And if you're busy, if you're a high achiever, if you have a lot on your plate, if you have little ones, if you have family responsibilities, all those multiple social hats that we wear and work hats, you are prone to skipping a workout. It's okay. I think it's normal. There are two pieces in this puzzle. When my clients come to me, we always do an audit. We do a lifestyle audit when we look at their habits, look at the patterns, dive deep to understand where they're coming from. But there are two pieces, two essential pieces in this puzzle. There, there's time management. If you're not managing your time well, and uh, there's your mindset. Sometimes people are missing some knowledge and they feel like they need to have some sort of tiny expertise about what you can actually do effectively to be comfortable at the gym, but that's just like peppered in slightly sprinkled on top of other things such as time management and your mindset. And here's what I'm referring to. You may have the best fitness, greatest goals in mind, whether it's a six pack or just tone up or just get fit or start doing CrossFit or run a 5K, whatever they are, but you can't seem to come around to them, you're using all or nothing approach that is extremely discouraging. This is your ego talking. I'm going to put you on the spot if that's you. This is your ego talking. This is the perfectionist in you saying, hey, you got to do all or otherwise it doesn't count. That's like when you forget your watch that counts steps at home and then you come home and you're upset because that didn't feel like you you worked or you walked because your watch was at home counting steps or zero steps. It's also your ego stepping in, your way, in the way of you getting out of your, of your comfort zone. It keeps you safe. Our ego, our internal mind is organized that way that we are meant to we're not meant to stay safe but we want to be safe we don't want to take extra risks we also have tons of fear around uh 
whatever new stuff we start doing, whether it's fear of failure or fear of judgment or fear of someone looking at you in the gym when you don't know what you're doing, being judged or being looked at, fear of failure, you will start, you commit to it and you let yourself down. You don't keep promises you made to yourself or other people. So other fears of just like, what if I can't figure this out? What if I can't get in the best shape of my life? And I've had that in the past. And one way to overcome this mindset piece is to just jump in. This is my permission slip to you to roll through the stop sign every time you see a fear stop sign stopping you in the tracks. Do a California roll for me, okay? This is the rule. I'm a rule follower, by the way. This is the rule you should break for yourself. When something tells you stop, you need to jump in there. This is the sign for you to jump in and stop, leave your ego behind and start facing this discomfort. It's much easier on the other side and you'll get used to the habit much faster. And that's what happened to my client that I mentioned before. The second piece is time management. And I'll be honest with you, I was not always as organized and disciplined as I am right now. Right now, I call myself the habit queen in the making because I'm extremely disciplined. I follow through 100% of the time. I'm really organized. But if you're not setting your priorities straight, just like any aspect of your health, of your business, of your life. If it's not the priority, you're going to be brushing it under the rug. It's not going to be important. If fitness is something you really want to do, you need to understand why. This is the reason why I love diving into the whys. Why is it important to you? Is it a good time for you to dive into this? Can you commit to it? And when you say this is non-negotiable, I can't live otherwise. And here is my reason why. I'm going to feel good. I'm going to fix my hormones. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to run a 5K. Set your eyes on the prize. Know why you're doing this. How it will make you feel. Maybe not in the process because it's not all that glamorous when you're working out. It's not that beautiful. The re- end result of it. The end result. And once you do that, you will be resourceful no matter what. I'll tell you a story about my dad. He had a major health scare. We thought he was having a heart attack a couple of years ago. My parents changed the entire aspect of their lives at that time. They stopped having wine for dinner. They started eating healthier. They eliminated sugar. He stopped eating sweets. He stopped smoking. He did everything. But the sad part is, one things became normal, he kind of got back into the old patterns because it stopped being as acute and important. So I encourage you, and right now I'm working with my dad, kind of walking him back through that, because when we don't have that acute need, we often skip things and then it becomes a little bit too late. So I don't want it for you to be too late. So when you set your mind, this is a priority, trust me, you will become resourceful. If you recall any situation in your in your life, if you recount any occurrence of you needing to do something because it was the matter of life or death or something super important, you will go, you'll find the time, you'll find 30 minutes in the morning, you'll be tired after work, but you'll still go and do it. You'll still go for a walk if you ask your friend to meet you at 5 a.m., you name it. You know what I'm saying? It's the matter of your time management. That's a mindset piece as well, right? It's that you are not organized enough. You're not managing your time well. And yes, you may have kids. You may start your day, but when your feet hit the floor, you start running and you don't stop until you go to bed and you're exhausted. But 
all of us have enough time to find 30 minutes a day instead of scrolling, instead of checking email, instead of being on the phone, instead of watching Netflix, instead of chatting at the water cooler. But you have the time. I know because I know the busiest people in the world, the CEOs of companies, um, people like people in the military, I'm familiar with that, they often have um, super tight schedules and they still find the time because they make it the priority. So I want you to focus on where does your time leak? Do you have any energy leaks? What can you outsource? Where can you ask for help? Where you can ask for a babysitter to come? Where can you um, incorporate things in a different way? Like maybe finding time after work, mid work, midday. Maybe I'm gonna share something that will be definitely helpful if you are an extremely busy person with tight schedule. Maybe you have a ton of coaching calls, ton, ton of client work but you can't find the time if you set your mind to it. If you haven't, it's just that you didn't set your mind to it. And the last piece, as I mentioned, when you are peppering in some knowledge, if you're, you're given, given yourself a little bit of a permission to learn, you get more comfortable. Why does it work for me? What is actually good for me? Is it running? Is it swimming? Is it yoga? When do I feel my best? Do I need to run 60 miles a week or 50 miles a week? Or I find something that I'm actually enjoying that's lifting weights for 20 minutes a day. I hope that makes sense. So you need to, for some people, this is the last piece because it stops that analysis paralysis. And they're more of why people, they need to know their questioners, according to Gretchen Rubin, they want to know why am I doing this? How am I doing this? Am I doing this right? Am I doing this not correctly? If you're that kind of person, it's going to be helpful to just dive in a little bit deeper to understand what exercises are good for you. Let's dive in into the nitty gritty part of this podcast episode. I'm going to share seven powerful ways to get a workout done. Ready? Take a notepad and piece of paper. You may want to take notes. Those are super good, to the point, punchy, and actionable. Way number one, find an accountability partner. That's honestly 95% of your success. Most people need some support. They need someone to kick kick them under the T-bone saying, hey, you gotta go work out now. Some people need for them to be checked in on and it's normal. When I started my fitness journey, on a very low note. I didn't want to go to the gym. I was in college full time. It was a massive transition for me. It was cultural shock. I was taking 13, I was taking 19 credits that semester. And my friend, Michael, who passed away a few years, my best friend, I had to, I had to have him keep me accountable, even though it was the last thing I want to do. I wanted to be in shape, but I didn't want to work out that time. He would drive me to the gym and drop me off at school before his work. So no matter, and it was far away in the country, it was like 30 minute drive. He had to do this. So I, I had to go with him. Otherwise I would have no ride to school and I didn't have a driver's license down. So that was no choice for me situation, non-negotiable. And then later when I met my husband, I was training for a marathon and I had no desire to do that one for some reason. He was running with me. And then I made online friends, then I found my coach, a weightlifting coach in the CrossFit community it was helpful because people check in on you. So find a way and find a person who will be lovingly tough on you because if you find the softy, <laughs> they're going to be soft on you. They're going to let you get away with things. And you need a little bit of tough love and accountability. Way number two, micro workouts. That's my 
favorite seriously they're everything for busy people and if you don't know if you're not familiar with what micro workouts are it's when you take a workout let's say a resistance training or a strength training or body weight workout you break it down into pieces of one to two minutes long i would not say don't go over one to two minutes and scatter them throughout your day to do one to two minute increments it's so easy you're in between the meetings you drop and do 20 push-ups 20 crunches whatever most people working from home right now i did that stuff when i was in the corporate high heels dresses i was doing push-ups in my cubicle you know what nobody said a word and i didn't care if you also can if you're working in the office so if you're at home you can invite your family to join you and make it fun super simple extremely effective and it will not feel like you're exhausted because you're doing tiny sprints. Way number three, people don't think about this one, but I love this one, playtime. I just came back from a lake where I had to do a very nice sprint that was not so playful, but sometimes I incorporate playtime outside with my pups playing the frisbee or keep away and chase and slides and whatever we do just to feel like a child again and move my body like kids do because kids don't care they just run around and find the way to gamify everything and we humans get too serious it's a really fun way to work out you can move without working out you don't have to it doesn't matter i don't care how old you are it is good to move your body in a fun way so it's also research says that it's just like exercise that provides a ton of benefits to your body better sleep better cognitive function play makes you be in a better mood it improves your your brain activity it makes you happier it releases a bunch of good hormones and it reduces stress which is so necessary in this season in our lives so try that and you can find so many ways you can play ball you can play even board games but you need to kind of move around the table to make it fun <laughs> way number four for you early birds filling up your schedule with everything and anything but movement in the morning, I recommend to get your workout in first thing in the morning because you will be tired by the time five, six o'clock comes around. And if you're not an early bird, do your exercise first thing in the morning. It will make you feel good. You will get the release of dopamine, all the goody hormones. You'll eat the frog. Sometimes you'll not feel like you want to do it, especially if you wear many hats. You will feel like you're selfish in a way and uh, you're sacrificing your time in the wrong way. But if you prep your clothes before the, the time you go, if you organize everything, if you ask for help, outsource help, all you need to do is to, to get started. Just lace up and go if you're running and walking. Get your, roll out your mat and do your yoga, do your weights, and the rest is history. You got it done in the morning. You don't have to occupy precious real estate in your brain to think about it all day and dread it. This is when our decision-making muscle gets really tired at night. <laughs> we don't want to do anything. We just want to eat and relax on the couch, correct? So do that first thing in the morning and try that for a couple of weeks to get in the habit. See how you feel. Way number five. That one is my personal, becoming my personal pet peeve. We sit so much. We're just on our phones, crooked necks, slouching, slumpy slouching, and we are not moving. We're sitting on our chairs. And the atrophy of muscles in adults over the age of 30, 40 is absolutely real. You gotta move. No matter how old you are, actually, you need to move. 
You sitting is killing us softly, I joke, but it's true. Here's why. And they say sitting is new smoking, and it's probably true. And often the active couch potato syndrome is real for many people, so they work out and then think they deserve to sit all day long. And that's not how it works. It's basically uh, similar to if you were to eat a junk food meal, uh, went to McDonald's, let's say, and then were intermittent fasting. That's pretty much the combination of two things. Or got a junk food uh, from McDonald, got junk food from McDonald's, and had a green smoothie, something like that. It doesn't make sense. That's what I'm trying to say. So the practical ways to move around more. A few of my favorites. I like to stretch. I like to set timers. I used to have to set a timer and now I kind of naturally know when I need to move every hour, sometimes more often to stretch, maybe do a little dance, maybe just walk around, do a few squats, unload the dishwasher, go outside, squat with the dogs. That's that's what I do. Sometimes I change positions and I grab my laptop and go sit at the coffee table in a yogi pose. Sometimes I lay down on my belly to, to do some work that way. What it does, it changes your body position all the time. Even if you are standing all the time at the standing desk, you still need to move and shuffle your weight to improve your muscles, to improve your bones, to improve your um, cognitive function as well. Because we are very, very slow once we're sitting down. Our minds operate much faster when we're standing up and when we're moving or at least taking breaks. Way number six. If you have no access to the gym, which I know has been a big issue this year for many people, it's not a problem. All you need is a three by six spot and your body. You can dance. You can do go on fitness blender and pull up a quick workout. You can do semi yoga. You can do body weight workouts. You can do get some resistance bands and do that. It's not an excuse. I know you wanted to make one out of this, but it's not an excuse. You can find a way to move your body in a small space. Even if you live in an apartment, you can still get strong and lean and flexible. And the last way is, is probably one of my favorites because trust me, I'm not a machine. I don't want to do things sometimes, but doing it when you don't want to, but knowing that it's going to make you feel good afterwards as an accomplishment, as the way to honor your commitment, as the way to push through and persevere and make progress is incredible. We are focusing on the process when we're working out, which can be painful. And it's a great way to experience joy if you like movement. But if you also focus on how good you'll feel after you are done, for whatever reason is yours, I think that sometimes can move you faster than just feeling dreading the workout itself. And a bonus tip for you, hire a coach, personal trainer, hire a coach. You and I can talk if you're struggling with not knowing what to do, not knowing what's going on with your body, how to lose weight, how to get fit. I'm a big fan of taking tiny steps to get massive results. And just hit me up at hi at anyaperry.com and I'll help you out. We'll talk about your goals. Otherwise, that's all you need to know. Honestly, having an accountability partner, trying more micro workouts, being more playful because we're too darn serious lately, squeezing in the workout first thing in the morning, moving around throughout the day to stay fit and lean, having no access to the gym and not turning into a problem and doing it when you don't want to do it and just focusing on the very end result. How's that guys? I hope this was helpful and insightful for you. 
now I want to hear back from you. Tell me what resonated with you. What kind of workout you want to do? What method or way you want to implement and feel like, huh, this gave me hope that I can do it too. <laughs> How will you carve out time for you? Because working out, moving, exercise is me time. Is you taking care of your body, honoring it, keeping your promises and moving forward, making progress, becoming the best version of you. And that's what I'm here for. If you had some great thoughts about this episode, don't forget to post on social media, screenshot the episode, post your insights, tag me at anya.perry, check the show notes to get more resources and get more inspired. And I can't wait to hear back from you. I'll talk to you next week. I love you guys. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. If you like the podcast, please leave me a review or questions on the platform of your choice. Make sure to check the show notes for my social media information as well as my website www.anyaperry.com to connect with me. I can't wait to get to know you. Have a wonderful day.